Hey, what's going on? It's uh, Stinny and Ansley from the future of this episode at the end. Uh, so there was a little bit of a technical difficulty. Our audio device stopped working about seven minutes in for about two and a half minutes. There's going to be audio that's pulled from the video camera, so you might hear our kids in the background. Enjoy. I'm like, that dishwasher's not going to do anything. I'm putting it in there, though. Yeah, yeah. It's like, or sometimes, sometimes... Uh, you know, like a dish, like, you know, plate after dinner. And it's like, I can't just stick here, this in here like this. And I rinse it all. I clean it. Yeah. I yeah. clean the plate and then put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. It's like if we, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm, man, it's insane. Dishwashers suck. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how, dishwashers may be the single biggest scam to happen in American appliances. <laughs> you have to wash them to put them it, in. Like in-home appliances. Yeah. Right. Well, again, the microwave, I think, is probably like the biggest scam. It does stuff, though. You the, might not like what it does. The microwave? Yeah. No. Well, no, no, no. definitely. As far as far as what it it does, what it does. Yeah. It heats stuff up. It boils water. It it does all that stuff. But it, it's also radiate a radiation box in your home. Yeah. Which is, how are we trusting that? How are we trusting that? Listen, a little broken down plastic in your system. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like when you heat things in a plastic container. I, I didn't even know that happened. Mm. That's like, that was not even, that was so far. That's so, not your problem with microwaves? No, my problem with microwaves is I don't like what they do to food. They ruin food. They ruin the taste of food. It makes, it, it, it doesn't reheat food in, uh, like it's no, nowhere near the same. It reduces the quality of the food. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know as a as a person who you know used to be fat and always aspired to fatness that never sat well with me <laughs> like i i'm if i'm gonna i want food in my mouth because it's delicious mm-hmm. and if i'm heating something back up it's because i'm trying to restore it to its original uh, see, heated quality. that's why you can never make it as a fat person you don't get they didn't make it as a fat person. <laughs> you don't get you have to get fat and lazy that, see, that's a common misconception that I thought uh, Lizzo proved wrong in twenty. Do we have to? Do we have to give you a twenty nineteen reorientation? <laughs> Did twenty twenty completely make you forget what happened in twenty nineteen? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think fat people are not lazy anymore. I think I don't think they are I'm either. Pretty sure that's what happened in twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. They were in 20, 2018, They needed to get their shit together. <laughs> and then but they in, got. In 2019, fat people saw being lazy, mm-hmm. which was pretty sick. Yeah, you know, I I think I think what you're saying, I think what you're trying to do is you're shitting on my my dream of my of when I dreamed of being a fat person, because you're you think that laziness had to be involved. When I dreamed of being a fat person, I was taking all of my athleticism with me. <laughs> I was going to be like that fat dude dominating on the basketball court. <laughs> Backing down way bigger people. That's a lot of an energy. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, but I, it, it, it's going to hurt. Yeah, and it it's going to hurt. hurt. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> when, I was, when, I was, uh, when I was like 270 mm-hmm. at, in Atlanta, playing basketball hurt. Mm-hmm. But you know what you do? And make yourself feel better with food. <laughs> you need a that lot hurt. of fast food. So you need that hurt sometimes, mm. right? Because you associate a lot of things with eating when you're when you're big. It's a bad cycle. 
I mean, it was a good cycle. I didn't like being fat, but it was a good cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. So, bottom line, I don't like what microwaves do to food. And I also do not trust that they are a radiation box in your home. Madame Curie died of radiation. <laughs> and she was a radiation scientist. <laughs> I don't trust it. Yeah, she like died of like playing with radon paint. I'm not gonna die playing with hot pockets. <laughs> That's not happening to me. Okay. You know, it's I don't know. Here's 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 one thing I do know for a fact. Every time somebody finds out that I'm 40, they're like, "Oh my God, you look so young." And my answer is always, "I you know I don't drink, I don't smoke." But I think the real answer is I don't use a microwave or eat microwave food. Have you ever thought of the backlash when you, at some day, when these children get sent out in the world and they're like, that's a microwave? What's a microwave? You think I'm going to send my children out into the world without knowledge of the dangers of a microwave <laughs> and why we don't have one? Do they know it right now? If I uh, question your boy, does he know? I'm curious. Uh, I, I, th- I think to some degree he would. I think he's, he's picked that up, that I don't trust him. I'm curious... Um, when he went to his friend's house that's from England, yeah, he said the English mother was like, American hot dogs are much better than English hot dogs. Yeah. But he said that she didn't cook her hot dogs as well as we cooked our hot dogs. I want to know if she microwaved her hot dog. Huh. She, she could have also boiled them. Yeah. Like, I've only given our son fat kid hot dogs. <laughs> Fried or grilled. That's it. Because who boils meat? Really? Goodness gracious. <laughs> it's just disrespectful to me. Why? Why? You Even if it turns water? out okay, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. God, people eat, like, people, like, I, I know black people, that's one thing that's really always kind of funny to me, how black people, like, make fun of white people for not seasoning their chicken. I know black people that boil chicken. Oh, my. Ugh. <laughs> this is taking me back. I forgot we watched uh, that show about the guy that had to get cut out of his house. Yeah. And uh, when he was eating healthy, she was boiling his eggs and yeah. like taking them out of the water. And I was just like, ew. <laughs> like, like, because it was like, it was a lot of eggs. This was his healthy living though, right? Yeah, so yeah. he was having his poached eggs and she was taking them out. And you know when you take stuff out with a spoon, like there's still some water on there. So she's putting them yeah, on yeah. the plate and they're all sliding around like wet pierogies. And I was just like... <laughs> What is he going to do with all those slimy eggs? Yeah, you know what he's going to do with all those <laughs> He's not even going to bite them. It's like oh. oysters. It looks it like it turns chicken whiter. Yeah, I believe that. It, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. It's like ghost chicken. <laughs> I'm not eating that ghost chicken. <laughs> Get it out of my face. I don't care what you put it in or how much barbecue sauce you put on it. I, I, feel, I feel the same way about microwave food. When you look at microwave food, it's like it did that to it. <laughs> like when you microwave a hot dog, yeah, it basically slow motion explodes. <laughs> what about popcorn in a bag? Like something that's made for the microwave. Uh, again, it's you still got to pump the radiation into your home to do it. <laughs> so even if it's something that comes out palatable, still not worth the radiation okay and it's like i love the sound of popcorn hitting a a, a pan like a, a pot that it's in yeah i don't even eat popcorn i just like that sound <laughs> that's it i uh so something you said maybe uh i don't even know why i was when you were asking me if finn would know 
so I have, I have a secret to tell you about me and your kids. It's not something, it's not a secret we were keeping, but it's just we never told you. I never told you. It was never addressed. Yeah. You'll see once I tell you, it's like not something that really comes up a lot, right? Okay. So when, uh, when me and the kids watch families competing in game shows. Yeah. We always root for the black family. <laughs> Sorry to drop that to you right here on the podcast like this. Now you got to deal with it with all the people listening or watching, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, I apologize to, to have done that to you. <laughs> I probably should have waited until after this episode and dropped it and then maybe brought it up in another episode, but it had to happen this way. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced that if when they watch a game show with me, they're not going to root for a different family. Like, I want to see if that behavior continues when you're not there. You think I'm the catalyst? You think I'm the one that's making our kids root for the black family? Yeah. I mean, they definitely feel my enthusiasm when the black family hits the screen. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's palatable. Because it's like, because I have such a visceral energy when the black family hits the screen because it's like, oh my God, don't better not fuck up. (laughs) You know, it's like, do not be retards. Yeah. That's all. I get real nervous. Yeah. Uh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Now I'm going to take note of this and see what families we root for. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Sorry about that little, uh, uh, what would you call that? A technical difficulty? We no, apologize. Technical difficulty. Uh, but we're back. We're back. We're still rolling. Uh, so, yeah. We will find, that's, that's an experiment that I would love to see take place. I would love to know if... Finn and the girls still root for the black family, <laughs> even when I'm not there. Yeah, you know, but I, I, but I do, I do, I do always try to make it fun loving, right? Yeah, I always try to make sure I never put too much pressure on the black family, <laughs> and like I never speak of them as if they're representing all of blackness. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I do expect them to be. <laughs> I mean, I, I expect them, especially a lot of these family game shows, they have a physical component. Yeah. I, I expect them to shine a little. Yeah. I do. Do you comment on their butt? So you like, look at that black family's butt. I mean, I don't, I, I don't compartmentalize with color as far as butts are concerned. <laughs> I need, you, know? you appreciate a good butt. Yeah. If it's a good but, butt, it's a butt. But I will draw the attention to the fact that you know the black family you know they they all have good butts or you know like, like if somebody if one team ha- all has good butts compared to another like athletic you know good athletic butts mm-hmm. we're talking mobile butts you know butts for jumping climbing jumping climbing Running. butts like good but they're also you know a, like those instagram models if they actually picked up a hobby they'd probably be really good at it <laughs> they have a hobby i mean if you know they they'd probably be good at rock climbing yeah you know they'd probably be you know pretty decent hikers yeah you know what i mean <laughs> good climbers one of the uh instagram people that i follow like it's a fitness person but you know yeah. it's a fitness person that works out in a thong butts yeah it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an instagram fitness butt model yeah she yeah. uh she recently was doing getting outside of her comfort zone and she was running a wheelbarrow up a hill and then she was kicking in a gym like with like i don't know what M- martial arts you know but yeah kicking she was pretty good at them, right? Because you got a good because the butt does everything. Mm-hmm. You don't even, people don't think about that. But yeah. very underrated, <laughs> very underrated for its functionality. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so so here's uh, something uh, kind of funny to me. Um, 
I don't even know where to start. There's so much. There's, there's so, so much, much to get so to. As a second ago, we had nothing. Now we have so much. That's how the world is. It's a cr- 2020. Yeah. It's 2020. So we'll start here. Uh, you know, I was talking earlier about how James Harden uh, plays for the Rockets. is basically ruining the basketball team. Uh, you don't have to know. This isn't going to be a sports talk. You don't have to know sports to follow what I'm about to say, right? But here... It's a little bit of a little bit of sports context. James Harden is a is a superstar in the NBA. He plays for the Houston Rockets, and he keeps having superstars come and play with him and then leave. And it's happening somewhat regularly, right? And he's kind. I he never gets in the media. He never gets blamed for this. The blame always goes on the superstar that comes and leaves. I, I don't know how that happens, how he's just skating the blame like he is. But he somehow is, right? So practices started recently. And after the the most recent superstar was traded, the first practice, Harden didn't show up to practice. James Harden didn't show up to practice. The night before, he was caught and filmed at a strip club strip club right now i say all that to say this all of that comes to this right here here we go it really pisses me off that even though strip clubs have a no sweatpants policy they all do all of them do really that's a thing. all of them that is definitely a thing for everybody in there. For everybody except professional basketball players. They can wear sweatpants? Dude, anytime you see a video of an NBA player at a, a strip club, they're in sweatpants. Was that because is that because they don't want men walking around with boners and you can hide them in sweat? Like, what is it? Why is that rule? Because they're classy places? No, it's the boner thing. The boner thing? It's the boner thing. It's not, it's not necessarily... It's not a, about like, oh, they get to hide their... Boners in their sweat, like they get to sneak a boner in. <laughs> That's not the issue. The issue is that they're not very restrictive of boners. So if you're getting a lap dance, yeah, that's on boner. <laughs> it's a boner dance. Yeah, you know. But if you're wearing jeans, you know, you can dance around the like the like you know the jeans are a lot more restrictive right. as far as you gotta you gotta protruding. control the pe- penis. Yeah. The penis is- has has some. It's the protrusion. It's the, it's the <laughs> yeah, you need. It needs to be shackled. Yeah, <laughs> you shackle need to that sh- penis. Shackle that dick. And so nobody's shackling professional NBA's dicks. No, they're just they're just in there with unshackled dicks, and I don't think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think that's fair because I mean, granted, they're probably dropping way more money than I would. Mm-hmm. I would go to a strip club and not tip anyone. <laughs> okay, I mean, not popular. You're not going to be popular. I just want to see. It's like, am I still going to be able to see her naked? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're just taking your Instagram feed to real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swipe. I'm done with you. Swipe. Yeah. Or I'm just like, uh, I'm just like very. I'm, I'm. I'm basically like somebody that goes like a, like a really cheap person that goes to a, a horse race for the first time and like they're there to bet and it takes like $30 there yeah. to bet and like every time a horse comes out they're like they're like looking at the thing I don't know if I want to bet on this I don't know I don't know if this is going to be a horse. I'll wait till next race I'll wait till next race and I'll decide <laughs> 
I'm just stingy. It's just so. I'm just like, ah, I don't know if this is the one. I was like, this is the one. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not cheap at a strip. I'm not stingy at a strip club. I'm just waiting for my horse. You only brought thirty bucks. That could all go to one horse. I don't know. That might be a good night. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to judge. <laughs> but no, it's ridiculous. That is a ridiculous double standard. Yeah, yeah. And but then, go ahead. I, like, at the same time, you'd think a lot of the ladies wouldn't be against dancing on their boners, right? I mean, as far as, because the rule's in place to protect the late the dancers, right? Yeah. But it's also, you got to keep in mind what element is going to come in sweatpants and and exactly right so first of all to come in sweatpants all of them are going to come in their sweatpants <laughs> that, that's another reason because the lot dances will make the guy come quicker mm-hmm. or easier mm-hmm. in sweatpants but so i i don't know it's just you know there's some some ne'er-do-wells some like some people and there's also going to be some people that get a lap dance in sweatpants and you know, she's going to be rubbing up against his his nether regions in a way that makes him think that she loves him. You know, now he's waiting, <laughs> waiting for her in the parking lot. <laughs> you know? So you're trying to protect these poor basketball players as well? Well, no, no. I'm not, falling I, in love with a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> They're not immune to it. Uh-huh. They're not immune to it. I mean, that, <laughs> that, would be, that would be funny if that's, that was my angle. Yeah. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> that they should not be left. The NBA should be cracking down on this. <laughs> I love how right now um, people going to a strip club is all of our business because of coronavirus. Yeah. You know, you're like, like, first of all, how strip clubs are open? Like restaurants are closed, but strip clubs are open? Dude, I mean, th- if you look at the clip of him being at the strip club. Yeah. It's like a, it's like they're making it, throwing money in the air. People are just all over. It, yeah. it looks like normal. Well, I mean, not normal, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like 2019 in there. That's but all he, I'm saying. He did say he was for the Houston Rockets, right? Yeah. So he's in Texas, and we know everything's bigger. Little... <laughs> 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 Rules are a little different in Texas. Rules right are now. a little different in Texas. All the strippers carry guns. Concealed. <laughs> 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 Ew, Anzi. Ew, grow up. <laughs> grow up. <laughs> Be careful with your lap dance, all I'm saying. <laughs> For their own good. You better wear jeans. <laughs> you better wear jeans. <laughs> you do not want to set on that. <laughs> uh, you wonder why everyone's getting shot in the legs and like strip clubs? Yeah, I, th- I feel like, I'm, again, I've never tried. I feel like you could probably insert. A, a, a penis sweatpants, a sweatpants penis. <laughs> you, if you tried hard enough, I think you could. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, yeah, I think I think you could. I think you know. <laughs> I think we could ask some like thirteen-year-old, fourteen-year-olds. They've probably done it. <laughs> yeah, I think we could ask some NBA basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> we could try it later. Yeah, like James Harden. Could you? Have you ever? <laughs> Man. All right, we're rolling along. That little technical <laughs> difficulty didn't stop us. No, it didn't stop did. us. It only stopped us as much as sweatpants stop an NBA player <laughs> at a strip club. <laughs> we're in there. Yeah. We're in there. <laughs> we found our way in. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Now, 
this also cracks me up, right? So, do you know who David Sedaris is? Um, no, tell me. Thank God. I don't either. Okay. Apparently, he's big in comedy. I have no idea who this guy is. Okay. I think he he might have wrote for something. I think he wrote for SNL. Yeah. Or, like, people know him for his writing. I think he wrote, he wrote books. And, you know, I don't read. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if he, does he do audio books? <laughs> <laughs> but he's big. Like, people know him. You know, people are big fans of his writing. His, he's a humorist. Uh, they're calling him a comedian, but like, I don't. I don't know. Did he write for like 30 Rock or something? Possibly. Yeah. He wrote, he write, did write for some shows and stuff. Yeah. You know, and um, I just, I remember maybe in 2019, maybe way back in the, in the era of 2019. Nobody can remember 2019, Sydney. What do you well, remember? Well, you don't that? remember 2019. That's why you, you're over here misstepping. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzo is going to get you. Yeah. Uh, but no, I. I, I remember hearing his name associated with comedy a lot at one point. Yeah, yeah, I never, no, yeah. never knew his face or seen knew that I was seeing his work, you know. Yeah. But I just heard his name a lot at one point. Okay. So, he, uh, people hate him right now because he he put up this YouTube video of him talking about something that he calls uh, let me see what this citizen dismissal, right? Okay. Which is where. Us, the citizens of the United States, we get to like, uh, like come together and like fire people, like re- like people who did are he go too far? Together. I he did it in a he did it in a humorous way. I mean, like again, that was my first time ever seeing David Sedaris do something funny, yeah. right? And it was billed as a comedian, you know. Okay. So it wasn't like it wasn't what a stand up comedian expects to see when they see somebody being funny but people didn't like it people didn't like the sentiment you know because it, it, again because we're doing it in real life <laughs> well well it's well first of all david sedaris he is a liberal yeah from the sound of his voice <laughs> <laughs> like he's a he's a he's a man he might be a straight man but he he sounds like like a like a like a a, a tweak like a like a little bitchy, like a little, like he, like a tweak pussy, you know? Okay. Like a little, I want to say, I don't want to say like a woman, but like, it's like, he has like that, like a little bit of that, like that sassy black woman effeminateness that mm-hmm. white guys can have and not be gay sometimes. Yeah. So he, uh, he's basically talking about how he one time, uh, he, he went to, uh, swim in a pool he went to swim in a pool that wasn't his pool so he had to pay to swim there and like he was three minutes into a lap and the lifeguard was like oh i'm leaving because i gotta go home and wash my clothes and he was like you're fired you know like he basically should have been able to fire her for that yeah and people were coming at him because he's being in he's saying something like this and then his next example was retail workers and he's saying something like this during a time when retail workers are being hit the hardest. Mm-hmm. He's also just saying in a really sassy, white, black lady way, uh-huh. do your fucking job. Yeah. That's what he's saying. All he's saying is do your job, which is what we talked about a couple episodes ago, where there is some people that work like like they're trying to keep their job. Yeah. And there are some people that work like they don't want their job. Yeah. Well, then don't let them have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. 
I'm not. It's not. I mean, there's nothing to be mad at because so you could so clearly it was, and people were taking this very seriously. What he said, yeah. Clearly, it was a joke because his next example, he's talking about when he was at a retail store, and him and his sister bought some really fancy like plates and bowls, you know, or like teacups or something. I, I don't know. Every, like every word he said in my had I made it gayer. I couldn't help it. <laughs> Those teacups. Yeah. So teacups. He could have been like, we were in there buying swords. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, teacups and plates. <laughs> <laughs> but teacups, it was teacups. And, it was like, it was like, like fine China yeah. of some kind. And they purchase it. And after they purchase it, the sales clerk is like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have anything to put that in. Like I don't have any bubble wrap or, or, or bags and stuff. And then his sister goes, like, what do you expect me to carry it out? And then the clerk goes, well, they're your items, you know, <laughs> which is, and he's like, uh, you, you couldn't even offer to wrap them in your socks and panties. Use the word panties. Oh, <laughs> are you sure? He used the word panties. Are you sure? <laughs> 100% used the word okay. panties. Twice. Twice. Use the word panties twice. Okay. Which is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know any I don't know many guys that use the word panties at all <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying but it, it's crazy like I I when when I saw that he was like under fire like people people were mad at him and then I like, watched it it's like this is clearly a He's, joke yeah because then then he even goes on to say like with the other um the other example, because he, he does a callback to the other example, like maybe if, if they would have been like, hey, can uh, I, I, I'll be able to keep the pool open if you let me wash your clothes, my, my clothes at your house, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, yeah, not a problem. Just let me finish cleaning the socks and panties that I got to give back to a retail worker that was working hard at her job. Yeah. You know, in that example, right? And then people are fucking going nuts. People are too high strung right now. Way too high strung. Admittedly, not funny. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> admittedly, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, come on, man. Yeah, let's come just on, take, man. A, take a look at it and move on if you don't enjoy. If you don't enjoy it, just move on. That's yeah. it. You don't need to harp on this. And then what? Like, they're, they're, like, they're like insulting him. This is a guy that, this is their hero. Yeah. Who, who has fallen in their eyes. Yeah. Because he said something that was true. Yeah. Put an opinion out there. Yeah, he put a, he put a true opinion out there. And he didn't like tiptoe around what he was trying to say. He yeah. was direct. Yeah. In an indirect. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Man, that's like, that's like, like, I think that's what it is right now, though. Because remember, like, I got all into that um, hillbilly eloquy yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was like, and was talking about it. And so it's a movie about people from Appalachia and it's just a guy's story about his life. And they made a movie out of it. And there's, you know, big name people in there. And all I was hearing was about how you were supposed to read other stories about people from Appalachia that were all educational and boring titles about the struggles and challenges of the human beings that have, you know, and you're like, I don't want to read that. You know, I'd rather watch this little you know, this lifetime movie about this guy who made it out of Appalachia. You yeah, know? it's fun. It's entertaining. It's hip. They use, you know, it's like easy to watch. But at the same time, like, so I was listening to all that. And then I think the, I forget the, who the older lady who 
acts in it. It's not Meryl Street. It's the other old white lady that does stuff. Yeah. And um, she's like nominated for an Oscar and stuff. So I think it's just that the people that complain about stuff, we we make news about it and we all listen to them and we all and like we need to just stop. We got to stop doing that. Yeah. People that complain are not newsworthy. No. And that's what all our news is right now. So now we think everybody's upset about everything. And we're all like we're too we're too tapped into that. We need to untap. And it's false. It's false. we're not all upset about it. We love each other. We do. I've been saying that for a long time. We all love each other, man. You know, we all find each other hilarious. We do. We do. Like that's love. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on. What what are we doing here? Were you did you follow the Eric Clapton st- saga? No. So Van Morrison has been making songs that are like anti lockdown. Like one of his songs is like Stop the lockdown. It's like a blue song. Like yeah. they're like, who's who's in charge of this country? Stop overstepping our rights. Like it's like, like a blue song and like very direct. Yeah. You know? So Eric Clapton and him um, made a collaboration, and that's all Eric Clapton said. And every that and I told you, everybody started digging up what Eric Clapton said from the 1970s when it was like <laughs> they don't even know he, what they're collaborating on. No, they're he he's just, making a song with Van. Van, um, he didn't say I'm making a song with him about the pandemic. No, everybody's like, oh, it's an anti-lockdown song. Like he just, they never said that. They could just be they could just be like coordinating outfits to get tea. <laughs> so, so Eric Clapton's thing is that he wants to make a song about artists struggling right now and to like yeah. pr- tell artists that he supports them and that you know that he wants live music to come back. All right, thank you, Eric Clapton. And, um, but everybody freaked out and decided they knew what the music was about just because of what Van Morrison was up to in the past. And the song was supposed to be released on December 4th and it was released, but then it was taken down like a day later. So you can't even see it anymore. And it's, it's just like that whole idea of like, I don't even know what the news is, except everybody turned on Eric Clapton real quick. So it's, it's weird to me that they're turning on him because Van Morrison, they're saying is a, is a douche. Right. Like that's that's their issue. Their issues with Eric Clapton, their issues with Van Morrison because he's a douche. Right. Yeah. So and again, he just wrote a song about like stop the lockdown, the pandemic. He just has an opinion. He has an opinion. He has an opinion. That's all it is. And he's a musician. And artists are supposed to have opinions. He's like, stop it, government. Like who's who's. Yeah. Like he's exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Pushing the boundary. He's doing his job. Yeah. He's doing his job. But here's the thing. Like now that's cancelable. Now being a little bit of a douche or, or or being a dick being a dickhead is like cancelable right now that used to be one of the things that we admired in great men yeah right so I, again like I, i'm not trying to get into conspiracy theorists but i really feel like all of this is really a t- an attack on masculinity and and being so it's an attempt to erode culture and when uh the when the men are no longer in the positions of masculinity of, of being a manly man then uh, then the women are now easier to take advantage of, right? And like it or not, right? It, it give like having a having a supportive, strong man in a, in a woman's life providing their two heterosexual humans, right? allows like a woman to have less fears and things in in the world, right? And therefore, can think a little more clearly when making life decisions. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all, because like, I, there, there used to be a time when it was like, like Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Like he was the uh, the Rough Riders one, right? Yeah. 
Like he was a relatively shitty person for the most part, mm-hmm. you know. But we were like, "Dad, dude was great." Yeah, you know. But it's and now we we try to hold everybody to how, how am I trying to say this? Because uh, it's because holding everybody to the highest standard isn't isn't what I'm trying to say. But that's what was trying to come out of my head for a second. But we're trying to punish everybody to the fullest extent of every single misstep mm-hmm. which is insane mm-hmm. i'm still trying to get past you saying you gotta that. get past that <laughs> you gotta get past that you gotta get past that yeah i've got a but man it's, in my it's life true, though. so i don't it, have to yeah but it's true it's true i mean listen we we're two sides of the same coin and that's another thing that like feminism and the, all this stuff is trying to act like isn't the case and it is but if if you can if you can erode that idea, then you can cause division. That's all that is. It's it's just an attempt to cause division. They're trying to split us up. Well, probably not us because we're interracial. They need us. Yeah. You know, but they're trying to make it hard for men and women to get along. That's all. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to make it seem. They're, what they're trying to do is convince women that being a woman is an insult. Well, how are they trying to convince women of that? Because if we say, if you if we say like like a girl, mm-hmm. that's an insult. Like if I say you're you're right, acting, right, and that's that's a stupid place to put your energy and. Yeah, but I mean, like, if I say it to you, not if I say it to a boy, like, are you acting like a girl? Like that right. isn't that is an actual insult. Right. But if I say to you, like, you, you know, you like, I can a, be insulted if you're like, right, or if you even if you just say something like, oh, you're really good at this for a girl. Like that's an insult. Better yet, let me let me rephrase what I was trying to say. I feel like society is trying to make it seem like the disparity between men and women is an insult to women. Right, right, right. sure. You can that's, say that. That's what I'm trying to say. So for you know, just to go to the example of, you know, lowering the rim in a WNBA. <laughs> I thought you might be going there. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to go there, but we're there now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's an insult. To you, you stand it to a WNBA player, and she takes that as an insult. Right, right. And it's like it's not an insult. You can't dunk. Right. You know, it's like the game sucks. It sucks watching this game this way. Right. It would be way more exciting for you and me if they lowered the rim. I think that's uh, why lacrosse is a good example of the, that same sport played differently between men and women. You know, because like. The men's sport is a lot more, you know, you're wearing helmets and you're having full body contact and hits and the women's game is not that way. And, you know, as, as the sport has evolved, because I think it's a young enough sport, you know, they did things like added a shot clock to it and made some changes so that it was a faster game and, you know, made it the most exciting as a woman's sport. They weren't like, oh, let's put helmets on them and have them hit each other, you know, which might've been fun to watch too, but you know, they took it their own direction and made it a way more exciting sport yeah and it is it, yeah. it's fast it's a way fa- it's it's now more exciting than the men's game because like, it moves at a faster pace yeah and i think i feel like all dads who have girls that play lacrosse they like brag about it a lot because it's like they get to go watch and they enjoy it like yeah. they literally enjoy it you know yeah dude i was at a lacrosse game with my daughter the other day <laughs> yeah. by the way lacrosse not gay anymore <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but you hear about you hear about that uh, the first female college football player, the kicker. Oh, I saw something. I didn't look into it, but yeah, yeah. I saw this. It's a crazy thing that's happening there. That but, she's yeah a college kicker. It's not that she's a college kicker, but it's like what they're making it out to be. 
Uh, so her her name is uh, I think Sarah Fuller. This isn't the first time we've tried a kicker in football as a female, right? Uh, there from what I'm hearing, like she's the first female to ever play in a college football game. Okay, so like, she played. Yeah, she played. Okay. She yeah. So I guess there may there may have been another female kicker on the team. I feel like this pops up every once in it, a while. It, yeah, I feel like so too. Uh, so she she actually got in and she did a kickoff. What what college? What level college is this? Is this this isn't D one? Is it? I think it is. I think it was Vanderbilt. Okay. I think it's a pretty. I think it's a. I mean, I'm like, like I, I'm. I just don't want to be too involved with this story because of the way it was presented to me. Right. So I'm like trying to like back away from it as much as okay. possible. But it might it might be Vanderbilt. Okay. And uh, so she gets in. She kicks the ball. For <laughs> she runs off the field because that's <laughs> fucking terrifying. Dude, not even that. It's like, all right, get her off the field. Get her off the fucking field. You know what I mean? Like, the ball is kicked. Like, get the police out there and get her off. Get a, get her a police escort off that field. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty athletic woman. And I'm like, the thought of that, I'm like, fuck no. Like, God, just, just angry missiles running at you? Yeah. Are you kidding like, me? Oh, I'm not fast enough for this. God damn no. And we know what happens when women get hit in high-speed collisions. Poof, they, <laughs> they explode on contact. Glitter. <laughs> Everywhere. So, no, I completely agree with that. I was thinking that as soon as she kicked the ball, I was like, get the get her the fuck off the field. Get her off the field. Like, for her and everybody, you're like, yeah, yeah, that man's going to get charged with assault for hitting her? For like, sure. For sure. So well, I think you should charge him with assault. Like, I don't know. I mean, know. kill that man. <laughs> that is, what he did is wrong. <laughs> so, that man is a menace to society. <laughs> so, she... She kicks the ball. It goes, they say 30 yards. It, it went like 25 yards. Because <laughs> I, like, I, so here's why I even looked this shit up in the first place. She, for her, for her league, I believe the league was the power five that they play in. And she won uh, an award. She won the, uh, the, the, the special teams player of the week award. Well, you got to give her credit. She went out there. <laughs> she didn't run off the field, right? I don't I mean, know. <laughs> she's still alive. First of all, if she didn't run off the field, that's why she shouldn't win that award. <laughs> it's like, come on. Get out there and play fundamental football as a woman. Kick the ball. Get off the field. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, the, the ridiculous thing about it is, like, you so like I, I looked it up a little bit, and then you know you just start finding more like more and more shit piles on, and then um, like I, it's so crazy how algorithms work because I'm like looking at this stuff on Google, and then I go to YouTube, instantly a Ben Shapiro video <laughs> with her yeah. like all about her. So apparently there was a guy that actually did monumental shit for football that played for the the Florida Gators. He like ran back a punt cuz special teams is like oh, right. kickoff punt yeah. return. Yeah. He like ran back like a super long punt return which was the first punt return touchdown in Florida Gators since like 19 like you know like a long time like the yeah. 19th. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. you know what I mean? It's a, that's a long time ago. Yeah. You know so but then just because 
as a woman, she kicked the ball. I mean, and to be fair, like usually when a kicker is like getting involved in a play, even when it's a guy, you're like, oh God, like this isn't going to be good. It's like, terrifying. Yeah. It's, or, or it's either terrifying. It's like, oh shit, look at that kicker. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, Goodness gracious. He's trying. <laughs> so, some kickers, there's like, there was one kicker. I forget who it was for. <laughs> it was he one. was like dominating. <laughs> he was like, he was crushing people. Yeah. You know, getting tackles. He was yeah. a big guy, you know? Uh, but yeah, for the most part, kickers are, are like women they explode on contact <laughs> that's why there's rules like you can't touch them you're roughing the kicker roughing the, yeah for sure you can't you know so it, it, it's just uh it's just i mean i don't, I don't know I, I don't know how she feels because because it's also being kind of contextualized in this way where like this is like a big thing for women and she's like an icon like i don't know if they're saying she's an icon or making her an icon but it's it's as if she's an icon you know for for this for this current time, right? right you know, she, sure. that, that's celebrity in 2020. But where is she gonna go with this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The team sucks. The team's like hasn't won a game in like two years. Yeah. You know, the coach got fired the next day. It's a black coach. That's how bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad that team was, and how ridiculous of an idea it was putting that. Like how dangerous it was to put that woman on the field. They fired a black head coach in oh, 2020. Geez. Oh, geez. Think about that. She's yeah. a white female kicker. And they fired a black head coach the next day. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next, that's like, that should tell you something about reality. Yeah. Society, you know? It's like, <laughs> come on. It's it just crazy the way we're, we're doing that. It's, it's almost condescending. Yeah. It, yeah. I guess that's my point about like, where is that going? Because like. Yeah. We're not trying, like, she didn't break a glass ceiling, and now we're like, oh, women can play men's football. Exactly. Like, no. Exactly. Like, Nothing. all the sports you're going to try to put women in and combine women and men, like, that's not the one. Literally no, she was involved in literally no football. Right. Like, no, like, nothing, is, like, when you think of football, and you think of the, the, the things that occur in football, she did none of them. No. Nobody's like... When they think of football, they're like, oh, man, the kickoff is my favorite part. You know, <laughs> it's like that. nobody thinks about that. Right. So on top of that, there was another chick, like a black chick a while ago. She uh, named Tony Harris. Listen to this. Listen to this overshineness, Right. Because this is way more groundbreaking, in my opinion. Tony Harris. Uh, so in February, before the before all this, in February of this year, I believe. She, or maybe it was last year, I don't know. Maybe it was 2019, who knows, right? But bottom line is she actually got, because this chick was a walk-on. Sarah Fuller was a walk-on from the soccer team. <laughs> okay. Right? Tony Harris actually signed a letter of intent to go play football with the college football team. Did she, she played in high school? Yeah, she. I uh, believe so. She. What? Well, because when she got, when she ended up like signing that letter of intent, she was already twenty-one, which is as as far as I'm concerned, that's fair. <laughs> you know, it's like it's fair. It's as fair as it can be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, her position was free safety, an actual skill position. That she like hangs back a little bit and tackles people. Is that what the free safety yeah. does? Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think she ever played a game. Yeah. But she was she was actually like recruited for a skill position 
for a college football team. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive if anybody can do that. Yeah. You know? Like, and never heard of her. <laughs> so she just, like, it was just like, she just missed the wave somehow. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was a different time. Yeah. It was a, it was a pre-COVID. There was like, but like there was times. I feel like we keep coming back to like I don't know. Maybe they're all high school teams, like a girl on a guy's football team. Yeah, yeah typically high like, schools. Which makes more sense, like if you have a girl that's I don't know. Yeah, but they're not. They're typically not playing skill positions either. They're not like on the line. Like maybe in middle school. Some middle. I saw yeah. that like a middle school. I remember that a long while back. There was like a a big husky middle school chick playing on the line yeah you know but for the most part that's not happening yeah you know i feel like you could get away with it in high school too though if you have a girl that's really fast she'd go out and catch passes yeah in high school for sure yeah absolutely because you know not like the top level but maybe not in texas but (laughs) no 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 no. No, no, i'm in a lot of states where probably like rhode island yeah yeah exactly Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh so um let me see where are we at here Man, I don't I don't really know how much time got messed up. Yeah. You know, yet I didn't go back and look at that. It's twenty twenty for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the crazy part because I think I wanna uh, we're gonna probably have to keep some of that and I'm gonna probably have to pull some sound from the cameras. But what people are gonna find out very quickly is that our microphones are mostly keeping the sound of our children out of the background. <laughs> So it's, it's all of a sudden it's going to be our kids for a little bit in yeah. the background. So that's going to be a fun. it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy our kids because <laughs> we don't <laughs> No, We love our kids. And um, I think that's that's uh, I mean, I had a little bit. I had, I had some more crazy stuff that was going on. I was like, I like I don't enjoy these conversations about women doing things that like. Yeah. That aren't that are like, oh, we got an accomplishment. And it's like, come on, guys. Is that really our accomplishment? You know, but yeah, but um, I keep thinking about this because, you know, I told you that our college magazine came in today. Yeah. And I was looking at it and there was a page about all the grants. Like, what are people up to? You know, and there were all these grants and they were women. They're minorities. And there were grants about the study of the gender and, you know, race and blah, 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 blah. And like, there was one white dude on this page, like all these little pictures, one white dude. I'm like, what, what's he up to? He is studying dark matter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I read his grant. I was like, holy cow. Like, cause I was like, he's gotta be doing something cool. The right? magazine should only be about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? What do we get those gender race people out of that fucking magazine? Yeah. There's a person from Lafayette studying dark matter. This is, and this is his second grant on it. And both of his grants are over like $100,000. Dude, he's getting grants to study dark matter? Yeah. And you got all these fucking gender race people in there? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Right? What is wrong with society right now? I don't know. Man, what if, what if his study of dark matter actually was a race study? <laughs> You're right. I kind of skipped like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are Africans so jacked? <laughs> this is a dark matter to me. I need to know. <laughs> Guy, man, I wouldn't know why Africans are so jacked. <laughs> yeah, this is on your mind. God, huh? You'd be okay with that one, huh? so jacked. <laughs> they make gravel, Sydney, when Goodness they're babies. Gracious. They're out there in diapers like gravel. <laughs> That's not false, by the way. That actually happens. <laughs> that yeah. actually happens in Benin. Well, actually, I, I misspoke because they don't even wear diapers because they all are like potty trained. They don't. Yeah. That is also insane. Yeah. 
African children are potty trained since birth. Yeah. How the fuck? I don't know. Why are we just strapping shit bags to our kids and making them <laughs> run around with itchy butts? I don't know. Dude, that has to do something. That does something. <laughs> that 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 is that's probably what's making us susceptible to all this fucking brainwashing. <laughs> <laughs> just wearing pants, like putting pampers. That dude, that years. has to make you like kind of adjust what reality is. <laughs> like you're sitting in your own shit. Yeah. I guess this is life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we that's what we tell kids life is. Hey, adjust to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exist this way until it's comfortable. All right, make this normal to yourself. <laughs> That's not normal. No. That's not normal. No. That's insane. Yeah. I I just realized that. <laughs> Man, but you're right. They're all potty trained since birth. They come out potty trained. Yeah. Which, I don't think they cry. That's another thing I've heard. No, they work. <laughs> Every time an African child falls down or gets sad, they work. <laughs> they end the baby wearing. Like, yeah. they all they do is give them a seat. Like, these babies cling. Like, our babies with their loppy heads and, like, yeah. we're like, no, you can't put them in that baby carrier you, yeah, because you gotta... their head's not properly supported and it's too big and you, you can't face them out until they're six months old and you can't do that. And their babies are like, I got you, mom. Dude, when those, when those babies, like, when, um, Two babies being carried, get they walk past each other like Harley Davidson's. They go, "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> Two days old. What's up, my man? <laughs> and if you look at them, you're like, "Is she carrying that baby, or is that baby somehow holding her up? <laughs> like, is that baby levitating and holding this woman up?" Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and it's uh, and yeah. She throws them on her back before she even ties them on. Like. I know, like, as being part of a baby-wearing community at the time, <laughs> yeah. like, there were so many, how do you get the baby on your back and not drop them? And, like, I watch those African ladies. They're like, here, grab my back, baby. Yeah. And then they tie, like, that's how they do it. Ansley, I think what we've just proven is that we should get a grant in studying dark matter. <laughs> <laughs> it should be our grant. That's our grant. I thought you were going to say we should go to Africa and have a baby. <laughs> like, a, like a real baby. Like a real baby. <laughs> We're over there, it'll just happen, right? Raise it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just have a baby and hand it a hammer and see what it does. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, now nah, we got these fucking useless American babies. <laughs> these shit wearing American babies. Can't you throw them on your back and slide right off? <laughs> Got no grip. American babies got no grip strength. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Can you imagine African baby. You know the thing. It's a toy. The at the playground. The thing where they grab on, you spin it around. <laughs> imagine African babies on that. You'd have like one on each ring, and you could spin it so fast, and they'd just be like horizontal, like. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, horizontal African babies. <laughs> That old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. You think African babies know how to swing? Swing? Oh, uh, is it because one of our kids can't? Because <laughs> 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 our five one of our five year olds can't quite figure out swinging. Yet. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I've never seen a swing in Africa. Huh. 
I've been watching a lot of documentaries about Africa recently, and I don't think I've seen a swing in Africa. I don't think they have time to swing. Yeah. We got this camera's still good. Okay. Yeah, we're having all these technical difficulties. <laughs> we need an African baby to fix dude, this shit dude, now. Dude, we need an African baby producer. Yeah. <laughs> just like over there, just jacked wearing church shoes. <laughs> I need to do a sound check. <laughs> Actually, in the Congo, no, it's just uh, we need a, we need an African baby producer. Man, oh wow, this episode is sponsored by Sick Butts. <laughs> Sick butts. <laughs> African, African sick. I mean, well, you know, uh, and nose breathing, by the way. Uh, this podcast is now sponsored by Sick Butts and Nose Breathing. Just keep keep an eye out for that. I think we got to We got to end this. We got to <laughs> end, end this. I think we're flying too close to the sun right now. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about African babies. Not as much as we just did. Uh, I think we I think we were just under the limit. I think we were like okay. like one more African baby. <laughs> it was curtains for us. <laughs> uh, so we're going to rip these shout outs right now. Uh, shout out to Mike Butler, Mike Levy, Liz Bot, Doc, Kevin Stevens, Julian from Canada and his wife, Meg.says.so. Check, uh, check her out on Instagram. She's a seamstress. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. She's a seamstress and she also does a podcast about uh, sewing called Sew and Tell. A very interesting character. Very talented seamstress, by the way. She makes clothes. Does a, does a seamstress make clothes? I think so. She's like a designer, too. Is a seamstress also a designer? Is She's it, an artist. A seamstress is an artist? I don't know. But was, she is. Meg is. Yeah. Meg is I was artist. trying to give you a. Yeah, she's word like a fabric style. artist, <laughs> a textile artist. Te- that sounds good. Yeah? Okay, cool. We'll work on that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Kevin Lau. Uh, Mary Jo Butterly, what up? Uh, Nicole Rod, Janelle, Courtney, Rick McCauley, Andrew Pace, Keith Butts, Kyle Hancock, Erica Daniels, Levi Mercer, Justin Masabi, Ezekiel Azarlogan, Ryan, Roger Down, Joe Rob, Joe Francis and his girlfriend's company, Saved by the Wreath, TJ James, get all of your wreath needs taken care of by Saved by the Wreath, also sponsored by Sick Butts. She's a wreath artist. She's a wreath artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know another word for wreath. <laughs> She's a circle artist. Ornament artist. Ornament artist. Or, well, we work on that. Decor, decorator artist. Uh, this old guy, I don't remember who you are. Uh, probably some sort of artist. Chris Bruno, Kevin McGran, uh, Graham Hoffman, Chris Tucker, Derek Towson, Sean Dowdy, what up? Uh, again, he likes the uh, the lettering. Yeah, yeah. That we're, we've Sean been doing. Dowdy. Yeah, he like he likes the fact that it like matches our clothes. <laughs> 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 he picked that up, which is yeah. pretty cool. So. Uh, Guy Patterson, Brian Bachner, Toscani Rodriguez, and uh, our, our newest addition to the shout-out list, our man, one of our patrons who reached out, Sean. By the way, he reached out as just Sean. And because when he when he originally reached out, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to give you a shout-out. And then I asked him, like, what name do you want to be shouted out? And he was like, uh, Sean. And he made a joke about being called the Boner King. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. Sean the Boner King, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Our newest shout out, Sean the Boner King. And you're listening to Melissa Bile Kingdom and her band, Circadian Clock. Go check them out on Spotify. You guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Check out our Patreon. Subscribe. Do all the stuff you're supposed to do with podcasts. We love you so much. See ya.